Good evening, Pirates fans. Oh, my God, we're the wrong way around. Oh, Let's swap that over. There we go. That's better. We fixed it. We fixed it. Uh, Good evening, everyone. First technical snafu of the evening. Probably won't be the last, but there we go. Welcome back to Pirate Cast. It's the heat. It's not. It's the heat. I mean, yeah, things warp in the heat. I think that's what's happened with our things getting switched over. But uh, we're back. Thank you very much, everyone, for tuning in tonight uh, to PirateCast Live. Uh, No Speedway this week down at Wimborne Road, so we thought we'd uh, throw in a cheeky uh, PirateCast. Um, And I think this is – originally, we're going to do it on the Wednesday. Yeah. Um, Our guest this week, uh, you know, naturally has to put work first, wasn't available on the Wednesday, so we moved it to the Thursday. And again – you know, work again you know, work is uh work is most important and we need to bump it back to eight o'clock so thank you for being patient to us but yeah. it's worthwhile because we've got a hell of a guest this week and it's Absolutely. our first non-pirate guest how cool yeah. is that it's pretty um, awesome, so not a not a rider this week but someone who i think will be one of our most uh i, I guess detailed and most interesting interviews you know you, some of these some of these riders are a nightmare you know you can't get to anything out of them but I think this get our guest this week is going to be amazing, and uh, we're going to try and um, you know get a bit of info out of her, and uh, you know try and make it a bit uh, interesting for you guys as well. Um, thank you everyone for tuning in. We've got some great people already in the uh, in the chat room. Uh, you've got so Ben and I now can post as pirate cast yeah, in, yeah, the, uh, yeah. in the in the YouTube chat room, which is a bit weird. So hello to Colin, hello to Sammy, Clive Ties in there as well, Darren Baker, uh, Betty Lou's in there, Nigel, uh, Mandy, Ian Clark, Danny Chilcott, um, uh, Alan Hickson, uh, Martin Peters. I always say I tried to say Peters, <laughs> Chris Boogler, uh, and uh, Pink Tuck already in there as well. So great stuff. Um, uh, lots of people tuning in for the show this evening. Um, Ian and- Clark. Ian, Ian Clark, Clark is already in there as well. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry oh, about sat that. Home mate. With COVID. Sat home with COVID. So we're glad it was glad it's a distraction from the dreaded COVID. Sorry yeah. you got it, mate. But uh, what better way to rest up and relax and recuperate than uh, watching our good selves? It's it's coming back, isn't it? We've got another wave apparently coming this summer. So everyone be careful out there. Um, Dudders Jr. in there as well. Uh, Rich XKR, Pink Tuck. Yes. Uh, Mr. Magna Black is in there as well. Evening to the first Ben Gang. There we go. Um, Thank you for, for, for tuning in to Pirate Cast. As you know, we are the 100% unofficial uh, chat show for the Pool Pirates. And uh, yeah, we do this every few weeks. And uh, just lately, we've tried to make sure we, we have a guest every week. And Ben, you've been amazing at uh, sort of heading over to the pits every week down at the track and grabbing someone. I've had some help. I've had some help. Uh, oh, have you? Yeah. Oh, you're yeah, going to yeah, come yeah. clean yeah. with that. <laughs> Particularly with this particular guest, I got an introduction, and uh, and then Christina was brilliant. Uh, you know, messaged her, and she's she's been a uh, she's been brilliant. Uh, obviously, we've had to move things around to to help Christina be able to come on tonight. But yeah, yeah. Uh, thank you uh, to Mr. Leahy for the introduction, and um, yeah, if I ever can't get hold of somebody, we're always pointing in the right direction. So fingers crossed, we should hopefully have some varying guests as we move on through the season, um, and fingers crossed, we can get the whole one to seven of the team as well by the end of the season that would be good so who have we had so far we've had uh, we've had drew kemp we've had nathan yeah. ablett we've had danny king, danny king uh, we've had uh, midlow um so we've still got another four pirates to get uh, yeah. unfortunately we're not going to get richard lawson pre-haircut which is you i know, know you're disappointed me, with that <laughs> it, it's it's very sad uh, you know i think you know if everyone's seen the graphic online we posted a tribute to the lovely hair of richard lawson which is now no more um i i personally don't think he's going to be as fast without the hair there was there was a lack of speed on Wednesday night. I'm not going to lie. I, I did mention <laughs> at the start of the meeting maybe he has lost his speedway powers by getting the haircut. Samson. But 
But we'll see. We will see. Uh, uh, in fact, uh, I'm just looking at the updates. He scored a zero in his opening ride at the pairs. So, oh my gosh! I mean, against Premiership uh, competition. So you know, you kind of got to give him a bit of a, a get out of jail free card for that one. But you know, is it a coincidence? Have Who you knows? though? Have you? Yeah, blame the hairdresser. Yeah. <laughs> We'll do that. We'll do that. Um, if you're watching us, thank you uh, for, for tuning in. You're either watching us via www.piratecast.live, which will take you directly to our YouTube channel, uh, which is youtube.com forward, forward slash God Can't Talk Piratecast Live. Uh, you can check us out on facebook.com forward slash the Piratecast. Twitter, we are at Piratecast. And make sure if you want to uh, get some uh, Piratecast merchandise, it's shop.piratecast.live. Don't buy anything unless they've got one of their sales on because you can get it much cheaper. So don't uh, do the knee-jerk reaction and get something today. Keep an eye out for when they've got their special offers on and you can get something for uh, quite cheap. There you go. Uh, ben with the Pirate Cast t-shirt there. Me with the um, the, the polo shirt, which you cannot get on the, on the side. Yeah, you can't get the polo shirt. It's too hot for the polo tonight, mate. I don't know how you're doing it. But I I mean, I'm regretting it already. So you know, we'll see if I can last, <laughs> last an hour. <laughs> It'll be fine, though. Um, so we've got uh, our, our very special guest uh, sat in our green already. Should, do you think we should dive straight into it? Yeah, she's um, been waiting very patiently. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. Let's uh, let's let's do this. Let's get ready, and uh, uh, I'm looking forward to this a lot. Okay, here we go. So let's uh, let's get her on the stream. Here we go. Hello. Good evening, Good evening Christina. Christina. There we evening. go. Perfect. How are we, gentlemen? Uh, we are doing well very well thank you <laughs> and uh, and thank you for sort of being uh you know, adaptable to us and um you know we're more than happy to, to work around you and i know you've you've pretty much just rushed straight in from work so i appreciate you being so flexible and, and coming on to talk about speedway for us for a little while not a problem it's a pleasure to be asked thank you good stuff good stuff um now, obviously, we're going to have uh, we're going to have some some questions for you. Um, okay. Our chat room as well is is going to be uh, firing off some some questions because you are in, let's just say, one of the most difficult positions in all of Speedway. You know, forget being a team manager, forget being riding at number two. That's not a difficult position. <laughs> the referee is, you know, you can never get anything right. Everything you no. do, someone's going to say that it's a bad call, or you, you know, I think one of the one of the questions that, that Ben sort of noted down on our show plan before. Um, uh, before we even started here, and uh, oh, sorry, Ben, for stealing this one. Rude, um, rude. Sorry. <laughs> um, you know, how difficult is it? Uh, I mean, give us a sort of a one to ten. I mean, it, it's it's a really thankless job, isn't it? Um, I don't know. I think you get your rewards in other ways. That's the 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 whole racing side of it, and uh, you know, the decisions that have to be made. Somebody has to make them, or it would just be completely lawless. You know, it would be gladiatorial. It would be last man standing. <laughs> um but uh yeah there's just there's just so much more to it and it's it's sort of it, it's really it is really rewarding even though it's pretty stressful sometimes and once you thicken your skin and you realize that you know someone's always going to be upset by the you know your decisions yeah. um then you know yeah, you just got to crack on with it but it, at the beginning it's really hard because you want to be the best that you can and you don't want to make mistakes and we're all human yeah, we all yeah. we all make mistakes, you know. Me as much as the next person, um, but uh, yeah, as, there's, there's some meetings, you know, you just sail through them and nothing happens, and you think, God, this referee malarkey's an absolute doddle. You know, anybody <laughs> could do it. And then you have a, you know, it's like buses, nothing happens, and then you get three in the trot, you know. And it's the same at Speedway. You have hmm. some really good meetings as from a refereeing point of view. You have fifteen starts. 
you know, you have 15 checkered flags and everybody goes home happy. Um, and then you have a run of meetings where, you know, you get everything thrown at you, you get every decision under the sun, machine examination issues, and you just think, oh, Lord, this is when you earn your money, when it's like, you know, yeah. it, everything's flying at you, you know, and you're sort of ducking for cover. So, uh, <laughs> but no, you get your rewards in other ways. I mean, we're all here because we're all Speedway fans and we all love mm. Speedway and you know, I wouldn't want to do anything else now. Definitely not ride at number two. <laughs> well, thank you. It, it's funny you said that towards the end about us all being Speedway fans. So it's always a question I, I wanted to ask is it, you you were obviously a Speedway fan prior yeah. to yeah. officiating. So, uh, yeah, I was dragged along to Speedway as a kid, mother and father. Uh, you know, so we were uh, obviously the accent probably gives it away. Uh, Glasgow fans. Uh, I think I probably really got into it when Glasgow came back to Shawfield in the 80s. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it was a huge part of my formative years then. I mean, I spent my life on a coach going, you know, up and down the country. Well, mostly down the country because yeah, yeah. everywhere's south of Glasgow, isn't it? Um, and, you know, from my parents as well, as a teenager, it's a safe environment really, isn't it? You know, yeah. it's somewhere to go. You, you yeah. don't really get into that much trouble apart from maybe abusing the odd referee. Um, but yeah, so that's where, that's where I, I've been. So, so I've been about Speedway since I was, I was no age. Um, wow. So yeah, that's, that's, it's, it gets you hooked, doesn't it? I think we all agree with that. It gets you hooked. Yeah. And once you're hooked, that's it. And that's the thing, you know, we, we've spoken about it lots, haven't we, Lee, on, on here yeah. is you've got to get them hooked when they're young. And when mm. you do it, Absolutely. You've got lifelong fans, and and that's Absolutely. really really important more now than ever. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I mean, we've we've kind of uh, uh, gone full circle with it. You know, uh, Ben and I first started watching Paul back in 1987. Yeah. Um, so, you know, eons ago, and we really loved the sort of National League style of, of riding back then. And now being in the championship, watching the sort of second division, as it were, you get that sort of more gritty. It, it's not so processional. And, and I hate they choose the word professional, but, you know, you do get your, a, a bit more of your thrills and spills and people taking chances they wouldn't necessarily take in, in the premiership. And, and you know, I think it's uh, yeah a bit more interesting for us. I think um, because we've been so used to you know easier for us to say, but so used to that Premiership Speedway for so long. I think there's uh, like in any sport, there's a little bit of snobbery, isn't there? When you've been at the top, mm. you just think nothing's as good. Yeah. And um, like with you say, with the National Development League, mm. it's great to start a season and you see these kids, and you know they can't go four laps, and yeah. to watch them improve. And you get a lot of racing out of the mistakes that they make and watching them learn, you know, they go for it, they go for it, they go for it. And yeah. in the fourth lap, they get there. And to see that progression in them is great. And of course, you know, as a referee, that's where you sort of, again, you earn your money because that's where the bikes aren't quite up to standard. You know, the riding's, you know, there's a huge gap in ability. Um, and I think like you, it makes it a little bit more exciting because you just really don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you, you really don't know what's well, going to happen. Well, I think people, you know, there's a little bit of snobbery. We want to see the best riders, but sometimes that doesn't always give you the best racing. Agreed. Very much The best agreed. entertainment, you know. Yeah, so. uh, absolutely. Um, so, first question in from one of our uh, loyal watchers, viewers. Okay. Um, it's from Scott Symes, Christina. Um, and I have to say, I noticed this in our last meeting. Is there a particular reason why it seems all four back isn't a sort of favoured decision this season? 
So we'll start on a controversial one, Scott. Thank yeah. you. Uh, right, no mention. Who's your favourite rider? Um, I, I think I think at some stage we've all been a little bit guilty. It's an easy decision to make. It's a get out of jail yeah. card, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I don't want to say bottle it, but sometimes it's easy decision because you're not going to upset anybody, are you? No. Yeah. You're not going to upset MD if you bring all four back. Um, and I think over the last couple of years, we've been trying to sort of instill the fact that if somebody is at fault, then they need to be disqualified. Yeah. I mean, because if it happened on the third bend, you'd disqualify them. If yeah. it happened on the second bend of the third lap, you'd disqualify them. So, but it's, 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 it's it, the first bend is probably, apart from actually putting the tapes up, it's probably the trickiest part of the, the, the race because, you know, they're all charging down there. They all want to get in front. Uh, but sometimes it's really clear, and as a supporter, you'll see that yourself, you know. Yeah. Red will run right into the side of yellow. And really what we have to be doing is saying it's a first bend, but someone is clearly at fault, so they need to be disqualified because it would be the same at any other part of the track. But then we need to use a little bit of common sense, and this is something that, you know, is, again is a little bit controversial because <laughs> with common sense, you don't get consistency because everybody's no. common sense is on a little bit of a different yeah. level. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there is times, whether it's track conditions, you know, you can't get three into one on a first bend. So if there's no clear, uh, you know, primary cause of the stoppage, then, mm. you know, if you can't say for, you know, it's the one place where you can say, could it be red? Could it be yellow? I can bring them all back. But I think we're yeah. trying to get away from uh, just, you know, the easy decision. And I know, you know, we hear the commentators talking about, we all want to see four riders in a yeah. race. Of course we do, but there's rules for a reason. You know, you can't yeah. go running into the side of somebody on the third bend, so why should you get away with it on the first bend? So I think, Scott, yeah, we, we're trying to be a bit more conscious that, you know, if someone is clearly at fault and you can apportion blame, then the fair thing to do is disqualify them, even though the team managers might not always agree. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we're there to try and ensure fairness. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah, there is a little bit. I would, I would say not. It's not been sort of. It's just been talked about a lot, you know. Mm. And I think the television and and the fact that we're seeing more meetings uh, on like you you uh, broadcast them live from your track. I think you know yeah. people talk about it more when they see it happening at other tracks. So mm. um, so yeah, I think it's maybe a, on a subconscious level more. Not a direct, not a direct directive. It's just we're aware of it, and yeah. Something I wanted to touch on, Christina, if it's okay, you, you touched on very briefly there. This seems like a good, a good point to bring it up about, um, you know, us broadcasting meetings from our uh, from mm. our track. And, and you know, a lot of the uh, tracks out there now are having some sort of live streaming service, uh, whether it's through BSN or whether it's their own yep. service. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, we we were having a bit of a chat off air before we before we went live about um, you know sort of trying to bring uh, you know, one of our tropes really uh, trying to bring Speedway into the twenty first century, Absolutely. kicking and screaming sometimes. Um, <laughs> but you know, a lot of other sports do have like instant replay rules, and and the referee will be able to get hold of video of it and look at it from different angles, that sort of stuff. I don't think we're there yet. Obviously, different levels of production from different tracks. Some places haven't got it at all. But has it been discussed sort of in in your um, well, areas about? Currently, the rule quite clearly states that unless it's with the official broadcast partner, which is Eurosports now, so one of the yeah. 
mainstream uh, uh, providers. And so basically, the rule quite categorically says that we cannot use any other video evidence yeah. to make a decision. So even if you are there and you're sat next to me, the rules say that I can't look at that. <laughs> and um, I think it touches on the point that you've just made is that there's different standards at different mm. tracks, you know, um, and when does it become, it's a bit like VAR, when does it become fair and not fair? When does somebody get the advantage? So pool have three cameras that I can have access to, but then I go to Oxford that's only got one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so until I think that there's a, a, a leveling of the technology all through, then I don't think we'll go there. I don't think we'll go there yet. But the rule quite clearly states now that unless it's a televised meeting, then you can't use any video evidence to make your decisions, which, uh, yeah. And, that, and that's that's good to know because I, I had no idea that was the case. So yeah. thank you. That, you know, that opens it up to all the fans. It's great. It's great to yeah, hear. Yeah, because you get that. Why didn't, you know, if you looked at the replay, but if yeah. you've only got one camera, that's another angle. And hmm. again, something we talk about all the time as a referee and when we're explaining our decisions, I see it from one angle. Everybody hmm. sees it from their own position. And some views are better than others, you yeah. know. Yeah. So yeah. third pens from the referee's box are notoriously difficult because it's the furthest away part of the track. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, but as we all know, the best place to watch a speedway meeting is from the pits. Yeah, they get the best view <laughs> of everything. everything. So maybe we should move the referee's box to the pits and then. We'll... But but I don't think that would necessarily be a good idea if uh, if there was an appeal for a decision. <laughs> <laughs> That's I the know, thing. Uh, yeah, yeah. I hope they can run fast. <laughs> yeah. I hope they can run fast if it is. But yeah, so that that's basically why we don't use them. Yeah, right. Uh, but I okay. think going forward, maybe when everybody's on the same level, then you know, maybe we've got two views or three views, and everybody's mm. on the same level, and it is instantaneous. And no, I've got to get down this ladder, run to the third end, <laughs> have a quick look at the review, and back up again. You know, there's enough yeah. delays as it is, so. Yeah. Uh, that's that's the situation with the yeah, replays. Cool. Thank you. Uh, now we did warn you. Uh, so uh -huh. so now I know you probably won't be able to answer this, but Christina, question from Martin: Do refs secretly hold grudges against riders? Wow. <laughs> be careful. <laughs> wow. Talk about was enough rope in Ohio. I know you shouldn't. I know you shouldn't. <laughs> um, no, I. I what I'll say is that everybody's human. Yeah. Um, we're all human. Yeah, we're all human. But I, uh, in all honesty, I don't think referees hold grudges. Hmm. Uh, I know I know. I certainly don't. Once the meeting's done, it's done. It's, you know, and I'll happily discuss any, any decision with any rider, any team manager, any supporter. I mean, uh, as long as we're all civil, I mean, we're open hmm. to the conversation. But yeah. as for holding grudges, no, I... I really don't think so, but you know, again, people are human. Yeah, yeah, we're, uh, we're all human, and well, you know, very well, very well covered. Yeah. <laughs> very well covered. Yeah, but that, but no, no. <laughs> I can't even. So, <laughs> no, well, no. I'm going to try and put a politically correct spin on this before Ben's got one from uh, from Nigel, uh, okay. and this one comes in from Pink Tuck, and I think it feeds nicely on. Yeah. Um, 
uh, do you think riders' reputation sways difficult decisions? So I, I guess what you could read into that is, you know, if the last three meetings you've officiated, this one rider keeps rolling towards the tapes every time. Do you look at them with a clean slate at the start of the next meeting or do you keep an eye on, you know, some of the stuff that they're sort of known for doing? I do. And I think it's really important when you're refereeing, you look at four helmet colours. Yeah. I, I really don't care who they are. I'm not interested. I mean, if anybody that's been in the referees box for me, there'll be a race that's occurring and it's really good. And I'll go, God, who's that in white? Or who's that in red? Or, you know, because I, a lot of the time, I, I just ask Trevor. I have absolutely no idea yeah. um, who is in. And again, it's the referee's job not to get dragged into anything like that because yeah. we're there to ensure fairness. Yeah. So I don't, I don't care. And yes, we know riders have reputations, uh, but I, I, I think a lot of the time it's unfair. But again, we're only human. Mm. But we, but um, the one part of the race that the referee can influence is the start. Yeah. And the one yeah. thing that we should be doing is ensuring a fair start. So as long as everybody's still, everybody's stationary, everybody moves off the tape at the one time, you know. Um, but. No, I've never looked at a rider and thought, oh, you know, I'm keeping an eye on you. Because if you're keeping an eye on that one person, you're not looking at the other three. Yeah. yeah. So they could yeah. get away with murder because I'm <laughs> focusing on white because, oh, you know, you just. But, yeah, I, I don't know who the riders are half the time. I mean, at the end of the night, people will phone me and I don't remember the score. <laughs> so, they'll go, what was the score? And I'll go, uh, I think pool one. And you know how did so and so get on? And I'm like, mm, don't know, really. Just, you know, because it, it, because I don't mean it doesn't matter, but it it shouldn't matter, and it doesn't no. matter. You're just, just looking at four helmet colours in each individual yeah, race absolutely. at the end of the day. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, um, no. And if anybody's doing that, then they shouldn't be because it's not yeah. fair. But again, like you say, we're we're only human. Yeah, we will have discussions, it. you know, like. God, you know, as I say, because we all hear about riders' reputations and stuff, but <laughs> I never look at a race and go, oh, there's Joe Bloggs. I'm going to keep an eye on him because yeah. then I'm thinking I'm giving the other three a free pass to get away with murder. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, now, uh, Nigel, uh, it's a very interesting point and kind of leads on from the conversation we've been having. And it's always one that, again, me as a fan, I've always been interested to know. So, Christina, have you ever been tempted to change your decision if a rider or manager makes a reasonable appeal and are you actually allowed to there's nothing to say that you can't change your mind um there's nothing to say that you can't change your mind uh but no i i haven't because the minute you do that even if you know you've made an absolute howler <laughs> and we've all made absolute howlers i'm sure they're lining up to tell me um, <laughs> But yeah, I, no, I've never been tempted to change a decision. And, you know, some, because that's, that's, I think team managers come on the phone. Uh, a lot of the time they come on the phone because they feel like they just have to defend, you know, the, the, the rider wants to see that they're fighting their corner for them. And, and yeah. I understand that. And a lot of the times, maybe they do have a, you know, a legitimate uh, reason for phoning, you know, but I've never been tempted to change my mind. I might have hung up the phone and gone, you might have been right, but um, <laughs> not going to tell them that. But, <laughs> but no, no. And I think it. I think once you've done it once, it would be round the place like wildfire, and the president would be set, and the phone would never stop ringing because they think that by 
rightly or wrongly, whether it's intimidation or just pressure, that uh, you know they could get. If they think they can get you to change your mind, yeah, God, the phone goes enough without them knowing that. But no, I've never been tempted to change my mind. Although I, I, I have made decisions and thought, shit. <laughs> um, maybe he's got a point, but um, yeah. What, what, what would you do in, in that sort of situation, just to follow on from that? If you feel that you have made a decision and, you know, in the heat of the moment, you thought, yeah, that, that's right. But the more you think about it, think, oh, actually, maybe shouldn't have done that. Are you then? I mean, I, I know what the what the sort of rule book answer is here. You you can't then let that decision sway anything else. But is it difficult not to think maybe I should be a little bit more lenient on the other team at this point to try and let them? I think if you start down that path, you're doing a really slippery slope. You have yeah, to park yeah. it and put it to bed and and forget about it because, I mean, I mean, you see it in other sports. You think God, he's only got away with that because the referee feels guilty because you know he he got that offside or he got that penalty or whatever. And I think if you start doing that. Um, it's it's a really slippery slope. And again, we're only there to ensure fairness and, and hmm. you start that, it's not fair at all. Yeah. But no, like I guess, yeah, you know, it's um you do you you might tear you know, on the car going home, you're beating yourself up and you're thinking, God, you know, because of course I'm aware that this is people's livelihoods, you know, mm. um this is people's livelihoods. If I disqualify them rightly or wrongly, uh, they're losing money, you know, then we've got the sporting element, the team, you know, I've, I've dropped points that could be uh, uh, critical, so um, yeah, there's, you know, I have had sleepless nights over decisions, uh, a <laughs> yeah. little bit easier now, but at the beginning as well, you, yeah, I used to beat myself up, so, you know, because you just, you think it through yourself, could it could it have been made, could it have been blue, well, maybe, and then somebody will say something to you and you'll think, oh, but at the end of the day, I'm the referee, and the rule says that I'm right. So once you once you content yourself with that, yeah, it's a little bit easier. But yeah, as I say, we're all human; we mm. all make mistakes. Riders make mistakes. I mean, if he didn't fall off, it would be easy, wouldn't it? Yeah. It's a fair point. No <laughs> if pressure. If you hadn't fallen off, I wouldn't have had to make a decision. So don't blame me. I don't ride the bike. I don't ride the bike. So yeah, Brilliant. stay on your bikes, and we've got no problems. Brilliant. Uh, moving on to the next question here. This yes. is uh, from uh, Ian Clark. He, uh, he says, uh, is it hard to watch Speedway now as a fan without focusing on assessing the performance of referees? So can you just sit down and enjoy a meeting? And if there's an accident, for example, are you immediately thinking, right, that's that guy's excluded, that one, you know, how does that work? Um, uh, Ian, yeah, no, you never watch it the same again. <laughs> Not that you're critiquing the referee's performance, but when you watch a race... Uh, as a referee, you're not just watching your favourite rider or your team. Mm. You've got four riders on the track. You're watching them. You're looking out for the machinery. You're looking out for things happening behind the fence, things happening on the centre green. You know, is the gate shot? Is the, the pit <laughs> marshal there? You know, is it... so you never quite watch it the same as a fan again, which sometimes is quite, is quite, yeah. You, you, you sometimes you're quite conscious of it. You think. Oh look, there's you know a bit of advertising falling off the safety fence, you know, <laughs> instead of watching the great race that's happening out front. Um, but no, it, it, don't get me wrong, I still love going and watching Speedway, and I still enjoy watching Speedway. But it's not as a fan anymore. It's it's yeah, you're always that kind of oh, there's somebody with a camera, or you know, mm. <laughs> you're looking out for different things, and sometimes you know 
when you're watching, you'll be watching the race, but I'm looking at the wobbler at the back as well. It's sort of like yeah. Wimbledon style, you know. Or like, <laughs> have we still got four riders? So yeah, sometimes you you're not yeah you're not watching the entertainment all the time. You're kind of got your eyes on everything. So when Analysis. you do go, it's really difficult to to not do that. Yeah, excellent. Thank you. Um, one from my good lady. Uh, so what is the process? Of becoming a speedway ref how how did it happen for you is it uh so did you apply or were you yeah, yeah, to yeah. Or? i had you know obviously i sort of uh, i went off to, to to university and and you know discovered alcohol and boys the <laughs> speedway went right out the window for a bit <laughs> <laughs> that's not cool um and uh, then i went away to work abroad and and i come back uh i moved back to to brighton and I thought, oh, East Speedway, I go along to Eastbourne. Uh, sorry, pool fans, it was a bit cool. <laughs> um, mm. I dreaded. Yeah, rivals. I know, I know, I know. We shan't get into that one. But, <laughs> I, um, I do miss yeah, them. I, I think I... it was. I think it was a playoff final. I think it was on the telly. And you know, the minute you go back, you're hooked again, aren't you? Mm. Yeah. And uh, having tried Speedway on several occasions, uh, I was never going to make a rider. Um. And you just thought, you know, I wouldn't mind getting involved some way, shape, or form. And um, they were looking for referees. And I wrote to the SCB and said that, you know, if there was any positions, I'd be interested. And that's kind of how everybody does it, you know, just register your interest with the SCB. And they had a, uh, they had like an open evening where they got everybody together and they really try and put you off, you know, how expensive <laughs> it's going to be, how much time it's going to be, how much hassle it is. Uh, so they do their best to paint it in the best picture possible. Uh, and uh, they took on two the year I started, which was 2005. And you get assigned a home track, so somewhere local that you can go every week. Mm. And then you get assigned a mentor. So someone that you can travel about with uh, and to try and steer you in the right direction. <laughs> and it takes about so about 18 months, two years all in. Um, and literally the, the whole point is that you try and get to as many tracks with as many referees to experience as many different scenarios and situations as you can. Uh, there's three assessments. The first assessment is a kind of suitability assessment, maybe three or four months in. Uh, and if you pass that, then there's another, you know, couple. Of, so I started training in the March. I got my first assessment uh, uh, the May time, I think. And then did the rest of the season, then had a second assessment. The second assessment's a big one. Basically, you just get dumped in and going, right, you're going to referee this meeting and we're going to see how you get on. <laughs> so that's the one. If you mess that one up, you're going home. Right. <laughs> so for there's, anybody no three, there's no three strikes. There, that's yeah, it. Done. Yeah, so the second <laughs> okay. one is you mess that up and it's 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 good night. The first one, you know, there's a bit, it's really just to see if you're settling in and you. And then you have another couple of uh, months uh, and I sat my final test. Uh, in the June, the May or the June of 2000, May 2006. Uh, and that's just to kind of put the rubber stamp on it. Um, mm. And yeah. And then you go on to a probation period where you can uh, referee National League meetings on your own. So you get let loose on your own. 
but then you can do championship and well uh, premiership now um so you basically you know phone the referee up and say can i do your meeting and they go absolutely <laughs> and they go and disappear off somewhere out the way and leave you to go on with it so the referees in the stadium just in case yeah um and then after a few months and you know nobody's complained about you too much and you haven't upset too many team managers and promoters then uh so it probably takes about two years all in um i mean i think in my first season i probably did about fifteen thousand miles wow. i mean I, I feel sorry for the trainees now because i mean with the price of fuel and stuff like that yeah. I mean, it's um and you know like a lot of people in the sport you don't get paid for it we do it because we're daft and we we love speedway <laughs> you know um so yeah it's, it's quite a long process and, and and you know you try and fit in as many meetings as you can to you know because really the you can you can read the rule book and you can learn the rule book but it's a bit like learning to drive you learn to pass your driving test then you yeah. learn to drive referees yeah, yeah. pretty much the same you learn how to pass your test to referee so you can you know you can fill out all the check boxes and you can do all that but it's only when you you know you're let loose that wow there's nobody stood behind you just going yeah that's all right carry on you're on mm. your own so yeah wow very involved then yeah a bit more yeah. uh, a bit more involved than i a said lot, a lot more. yeah absolutely yeah i was about yeah. to say that same thing although sometimes you wouldn't know would you <laughs> <laughs> well no i think you know at the end of the day you may have inferred it didn't before. say it <laughs> I think we all assume that you know, just uh, you know, your fan that's been going a couple of years. All oh, right, I'll hop in the box and ref a match tonight. You know that kind of situation. But uh, obviously, a lot goes into that. Um, next question is uh, is from my dad, Clive Tyres, and uh, you talked about so you needing eyes in different areas of the track, and he said, um, should the refs box be at the start line or maybe on the first bend? Considering, as you mentioned earlier, a lot of the incidents are at the first bend. Obviously, you do have start marshals that you sort of uh you know that they're sort of i don't want to use the word employed by you but sort of you know they're there to make sure the start mm. goes off without a hitch you know maybe the yeah. first bend potentially is a good spot uh yes it could be but then you think well do we have one on the third bend as well then true um yeah. because like, as i said earlier the third bend is probably the hardest part of the sea the, to, to see um i think it does need to be on the start line because it is the it's the most important part of the race to ensure fairness yeah. is to make everybody get away, uh, you know, fairly. So everybody gets to the first bend actually based on ability and not just the fact that, you know, they got a good start and got, you know, a head run and everybody else. But yeah, I can understand why you think maybe the first bend would be a good place to have it. Mm. But maybe this is where technology comes in. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know when we you know when when i win the euro millions tomorrow night and i become <laughs> i become queen uh yeah and i take over the speedway world no or no, prime god, minister god, no absolutely no oh god no, no no but um but yeah you know when when maybe you know i'd like to think that you know going down the line we sometimes people ask the, the question sometimes about you know would should we have two referees or three referees Oh my God, have you seen VAR? I mean, who's making the decisions? You know, you start to then referee by committee, so you might as well yeah. just have everybody in the stadium. You know, you know, mm. is it red tonight, boys and girls? Yeah. <laughs> You'd be there all bloody night, wouldn't you? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think I, I think maybe 
I understand why you think the first brain was a good place, but I think not the referee's box, but maybe that's where we have we can utilize technology to, mm, you know, have yeah. a camera on the first bend or have a camera on the back street so that we do get um, some additional views and yeah. we don't have to have three referees. I mean, because currently, you know, we, eliminate, we can, you know, Speedway doesn't have a lot of money. Um, mm. You know, it's, it's, yeah. So I think technology going forward might answer that question that we have eyes there, but, you know, cameras yeah. that we can get access to. And an ideal world. Interestingly enough, and again about restarts, Pink Tuck has yes. read my mind as well. Uh, what's your thoughts about restarts and the opening of the pit gate? Should it be allowed or should it just get on with it? I, I suppose I was going to ask it slightly differently. I guess if a rider's come down, the pit gate has to come open anyway. But for me, it's if it's a tapes infringement, it winds me up that the pit gate opens because it just delays the restart. Um, okay, so from a regulation point of view, if the if it's a starting offence and there's no disqualification, then the two minutes should go on straight away and the yeah. riders are not allowed to leave the track. Hmm. So it doesn't matter if you've got the pit gate open. If 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 we have if somebody moves at the start and we bring them back and the pit, you know, they have two minutes. This is the thing, that two minutes is their two minutes to do with what to do with what they like. You know, so if that means they want to come out with their crutch coolers or their, their chain oil or whatever, that's fine. Um, but, yeah, yeah. So, they've got, you know, they have that two minutes before the start of every race. Um, if there's a disqualification, then they are allowed to leave the track because, obviously, you need to go in and fix your machinery. Yeah, yeah, possibly. yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think it's something that we need to be conscious of. Referees have been getting a hard time the last couple of seasons for, for meetings dragging on and things, and we have to be conscious of it. Um, but also, you know, you think some meetings that I attend, I've got 40, 50 minutes track grading in a two-hour meeting. Yeah. Yeah. You know, don't shoot me. I've ran, you know, <laughs> I've run the meeting, and, you know, and track preparation is important, but there's lots of things that all add up. So we need to shave a little bit of time off everything. Stop. You know, but yeah, should should the pit gate be open? I don't see if it's a problem as long as it's been uh, uh, monitored properly. Okay, so yeah. if, if I'm doing my job, so uh, there's been a tapes infringement, I put the two minutes on, then there shouldn't be any problem. But then, you know, uh, one of the rules just the rule changed slightly a few years ago with the two minute clock. So, especially at pool where you've got a two-minute clock, the abuse that I was getting, you know, and referees <laughs> were getting, because the two minutes was finished and they weren't at the tapes, but they changed the rule to say that all the rider had to be on the track on the two minutes. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. So, okay. whereas when you watch on the t you watch Poland and you watch mm. the Grand Prix, two minutes is two minutes, and mm. I think that's great because then everybody knows where they stand. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. currently in British Speedway, the two minutes is you have to be on the track, heading towards the tapes in the mm. direction of racing, okay. which adds another 20, 30, 40 seconds yeah. on really to what should just be two minutes. Yeah. But yeah, keeping the pit gate closed, it sounds like a good idea, but it's not the most practical sometimes. Yeah. I mean, uh, as you mentioned about the two minute rule, that was funny enough. The next question we were going to ask, that's come from Nigel again about the two minute rule. At what point is a rider deemed to have not made the two minutes? And I think that's an interesting point. And thank you for going into that, because I 
always thought I didn't realize the rule had changed. You know, they have to be ready to go at the tapes when the two yeah. minutes runs out. But so if they're on the track and they're making their way around, so basically they have to be on the track, yep. making their way directly to the tapes in the direction of, of, of racing. So, um, yes, which I think if, if you're not aware of that rule, mm. then you're just thinking, God, what the hell is she doing? Yeah, <laughs> she's up there doing her knitting, and she she's forgot that we've got race Um, but actually, so yes, when would he be just if he wasn't on the track heading to the the tapes? Yeah. So uh, I mean, it was brought in, um, to try and speed meetings up and to yeah. try and stop people from sort of cutting across the centre green because yeah. there was an incident where a rider cut across the centre green uh, quite sharply. <laughs> yeah. He was moving and he got caught up in the, the sky cables. And there's people on the centre green that have got jobs to do, which was deemed yeah. a little bit... I understand why he did it, hmm. because he doesn't want to miss the two minutes. But, you know, so it was... It, it, that was another reason it was brought in. So, Nigel, if they're on the track and they're heading for the the uh, the, uh, the tapes, then they're all right. If they're not on the track, that's it, it's game over. But again... The two minutes, I think that I, I, we need a little bit of common sense as well. Yeah. For the sake yeah. of three or four seconds, mm. you know, you chuck someone out, you've got another three, four minute delay till you have the, you know, if someone's yeah. ripping the, you know, being mm. a little bit naughty and being a little bit, a bit petulant, you know, I'm not coming to the tapes or whatever, or, then, they, you know, all well and good. But, you know, we do we do want to see four riders in the race. That's yeah. So for the sake of five, ten seconds, I'm not going to chuck. I shouldn't say that in case there's any riders listening. <laughs> um, get to the tapes under two minutes. But, you know, I think there needs to be a little bit of, you know, common sense use. Because if mm. you chuck someone out, especially with the rule as the way it is, you chuck someone out with the, you know, five seconds over, mm. then, you know, you've, you've, you've cost yourself another five minutes. But yeah. uh, what, what, what we... What we used to be guilty of at, uh, is, is switching the two-minute clock off. Hmm. So, <laughs> so you don't be sat there and it gets about ten seconds. You go, I'll put, I'll reset the two minutes. Then nobody knows. <laughs> <laughs> so, any eagle-eyed pool fans out there might have spotted that happening. <laughs> we, will, we will now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so Christina Darren Baker has asked if a rider is rolling at the start but penalizes themselves. Should that be let go or should it be restart? And I know why he's asked that because one of these went against us last week when we were on a 5 1. Wasn't me? No, no, wasn't, <laughs> wasn't you. Dodge that um, so, Darren, um, the rules are quite clear, and the fact that what they say is that if you're moving at the start, it's you're guilty of an offense. Um, a discussion that we have a lot at our seminars is exactly this. Uh, if, the, if the rider has moved and penalised themselves, is it is it fair to bring it back? Um, so the rules say, basically, if you move, it's an offence, mm. and that's it. So there's nothing in there that says if the rider gets an advantage or a disadvantage, you, you bring it back or you leave it. Mm. Um so, but I, I feel that if somebody's really penalised themselves, you know what happens in Speedway, don't you? You have mm. a rerun and he gets out the gate first. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> every time, don't you? I say it every time to you on yeah. You watch, you watch. You can, you can yeah, you'd you, you put your last tenor on it, wouldn't you? You just mm. know what's going to happen in the restart. But as I say, the words, the rule of the law is that if you move, it doesn't matter whether you've got an advantage or you've not, you're, you're guilty of an offence. But again, here's this common sense thing. You know, if he's if he's two bike lanes back, mm. um, is it fair to penalise the guys? But sometimes, you know, we had a, a, a situation last night um, where the rider on gate one uh, moved and obviously the rider on two saw him. And, of course, the rider on gate two goes through the tapes and he gets chopped out because he's touched the tapes. Yeah. And the rider on the inside gets a slap on the wrist, you know. So sometimes, even if you think that they haven't gained an advantage, have they disadvantaged the, the guy on the other gate that they're looking over? Mm, I that's mean, a fair have, point. Have you held yourself back because you've seen him roll? So mm. it's 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 a, it's a fine line, and uh, you know we don't always get it right, uh, but I think most times uh, we do. But we, you know, for me, I think if somebody's made an absolute howler. Then mm. let them go, let the race go yeah. and give them a warning. Because we know in the last couple of years we've now been able to give riders, you know, yeah. something we had in our arsenal but never really utilized. But now mm. I think it's been brought to the fore with the tele, you know, with Grand Prix and things, you get a warning, the FIM yeah. ruling, you get a warning. Uh, and then if you do it again. But um but uh, yeah, I, I think I know I do. Sometimes I think I mean, you only have a split second to make these decisions. Yeah, you know, sometimes you think, oh, yeah, he's he's not gained an advantage, so I'll let it go and warn him. Sometimes you think, well, actually, he's not gained an advantage, but the guy on gate two, he's you've seen him sort of pull back because he yeah. doesn't want to go through the tapes. Um, so yeah, like I say, it all happens at the start mostly. That's where, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. I, I um, no- sorry, sorry, Lee, I do apologize. I have That's noticed right. more as well that on the ones where potentially someone is going to penalize themselves, it does go more into the first and round into the second bend before the lights have started to come on. I think so- some referees, I, I, I like to put the red lights on straight away because mm. then you don't get into the discussion. But my rider was leaking coming out of the second bend, yeah, uh, or you know. Uh, you know, my guy got to the first bend first or whatever. So, and again, it's a, it, it's, I think I've, I've, I think I explained this quite a lot is that when you start a race, every, every track slightly different and the, the delay between pressing the button and the tapes actually going up. Uh-huh. So in that whole stadium, I'm the only person that knows when those tapes yeah. are going to go up and, it's a bit cliched, but nobody can be faster than me, you know, because yeah. I'm pressing the button. And sometimes it is just, it's a gut reaction. You go, he's got away too quick or, uh, you know, but um, I always put them on right away because then I don't have any arguments. Some referees prefer to wait until the riders get to the second bend. Yeah. Uh, because the worst thing you can do is put the red lights on when they're halfway through the bend because you're just going to cause carnage. Mm, yeah. Because yeah. they see the red light, and you know, ninety nine point nine percent of riders see the red light, and they stop straight away, so they come off the gas. So you either really need to get them on early, or or let them get into yeah. the second bend uh, yeah. from a safety point of view as well. So uh, okay. that's kind of yeah. 
I, I like to try and not have the conversation, as you say, that Ben, that, you know, but we were on the, you know, we were halfway around the first Bens. Yeah. No, again, another school of thought as well is that you you wait until they get to the second bend to see if they have got any advantage. Yeah. Because sometimes, you know, they miss the start and then they, you know, they bloody swoop round the yeah. two and you think, oh shit. Well, yeah, this I suppose this is the argument, isn't it? Yeah. If you've um, if they've missed the start, you know, the other three are all tussling to get into bend one. The other one's got a load of room to pick a line yeah. into bend one, and they can catch up really quickly sometimes. So back to the other question. That's why the ref box at the start because that's yeah. what we're thinking. Uh, yeah. Makes sense. Brilliant. Brilliant. Thank you. Um, moving on to the next question. So uh, Jenny Elliott says, I once remember Tony Ricardson running over the centre green and up the stairs to the referee's box to have a go. Have you ever felt intimidated by riders or fans not approving of your decisions? Good question. I've uh, mm. ever felt, no, not really. I mean, we. I think we've all given referees a little bit of verbal. I'm as guilty as anybody else. Um. I think what you have to remember is that someone's probably gone hurtling through a fence at 50, 60, 70 miles an hour. Yeah. Uh, there's adrenaline, there's testosterone, there's lots of things going on. I'm usually not really thinking straight. Yeah. And I, I, I've i never had anyone uh, aggressive. I, had, I remember a very long time ago, Jason Bunyan doing exactly that. Yes. The, the Isle of Wight. Yeah. Have you ever been to the other way? You come off the tapes and up a few stairs. And I saw him coming up and he was not a happy boy. <laughs> and I saw him coming up and he, he sort of threw the referee's door open. And the people in the referee's box said the look would have it just stopped him. I don't know how I looked at him, but obviously I wasn't approving. <laughs> and he just sort of got there and went, oh, and shook his head. <laughs> and uh, there'll be a few people that uh, remember Bren Williams, who used to be. Oh, yeah. Uh, he, well, he was there. He said, I wouldn't recommend the look that you just gave him. <laughs> um, he said, I, I, yeah, he said, I was scared. So, um, no, I've, I, and I, 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 well, I'll tell a pool story. I, I remember a, a pool, an Eastbourne pool fixture on a Good Friday when they used to do the mm, morning double header. Yeah. And uh, there was a, a, a gentleman um, who was a pool fan who uh -oh. was very polite but came to the referee's box to – I mean, he was obviously really – well, he had had, he had, had a few to drink, uh, but he was incredibly <laughs> civil, uh, but he wanted to tell me that that was the worst refereeing decision that he had ever seen. And I thought, well, I'm, I'm terribly sorry. <laughs> and I'm going to write to your superior, I said, can I give you his address? Yeah. But, yeah, he made the effort of coming all the way because the pool fans used to stand on the first and second bends. Yes. So yeah, at the interval, yeah. he came all the way around up to the referee's box and chapped the door, in fairness. <laughs> chapped the door. Uh, yeah. But, no, I've, I've never... I've never I've never felt intimidated. I don't think Speedway's that way, really. No. I think, you know... But uh, I wouldn't mess with me, really. <laughs> Crazy... <laughs> Crazy Scots lady, you know. <laughs> just ask Trevor and the ref the, the incident reporter. Yeah, you don't. Yeah. But no, I, I haven't felt intimidated. And as I say, I think you do have to remember that, you know, um, there's, there's a lot going on when you've just been, you think you've been unfairly mm. hunted through a fence at 50 miles an hour. But yeah, I mean, it's like the same as the phone calls. Uh, mm. uh, although we don't have to, the only people we have to talk to is the clerk of the course and the team manager. We have to afford them, obviously, uh, the privilege of coming on the phone. 
Um, but the real see, I, I don't have to talk to a rider, which the, again, a couple of schools of thought. One, I think that it's the least I can do. As long as it's civil, I'll explain my decision. They might not mm -hmm. agree with it. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, but I think, you know, from a civility and a respect point of view, you can at least have the conversation about it. Mm -hmm. uh, but some referees won't because, um, yeah, sometimes the rider's language can be a little bit um, <laughs> colourful. But I can hold my own on that one. <laughs> but, yeah. but yeah, but but you know, you could then discipline them. So maybe you're protecting them by not letting them talk to you on the phone when you're angry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a bit of a fine line. But no, I've never, I've never, I've never felt intimidated. Um, Excellent. No, they might have felt intimidated when they sort of got a little bit closer. <laughs> no, forget it. But the good thing about being a uh, female in this is that you can do that really disapproving mother thing, you know. <laughs> not, I'm not angry, I'm disappointed. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I do not Brilliant. Know disappointed. Really, really. What, what would your parents think? I just think. <laughs> okay, I'm very conscious you, you've been so good with us for time and, we're, and time That's is, is right. running on. Um, yeah, um, no, um, one that's been asked, and you have mentioned it as well about okay. you know the the difficulty of the questions so far and not being asked nice ones. But I know that Sammy and both Damage Pain have asked, who is your favourite rider? And in fact, do you have one, or are you allowed to have a favourite rider? I don't have a favourite rider uh, because, as I said previously, half the time I've got no idea who's riding. <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe can I see the rider in white? Maybe I don't know. Right, <laughs> sometimes it's a rider in red. Um, you know, don't get me. I enjoy uh, an amazing speedway race. You know, I get yeah. excited. I've got my little Kelvin moments. I'll be oh, well, you know, and it's just, um, because. But um, when I was younger, uh, when I was a fan, when I was a, I uh, Shane Bowes, he was just the oh, best yeah. one since since uh, since chocolate buttons. One, he was yeah. pretty good looking, uh, which always <laughs> helps. Um, but he was a he was a cracking rider for Glasgow. I mean, when Glasgow mm. were in their heyday, so yeah, uh, yeah, back in the day it would have been shambles. But now, honestly, I mean, don't get me wrong, I I, I watch it on the television and I can appreciate uh, great skill and great riding. Uh, but I can have put my hand in my heart and say I don't have a favourite because uh, half the time I've no idea who it is. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. I remember my mum was always uh, a big Kenny McKenna fan, and uh, she was oh, always a bit torn when uh, when it came down to Paul. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Kenny McKenna. Yeah, that was that was my my time. All the McKenna brothers and oh yeah, Eve Lawson and you yes, know seeing yes. seeing Richard, you know, uh, now sort of you know it's uh, yeah, history repeating itself a bit, isn't it? You know, and talking of Steve Lawson doing such a fantastic job up at uh, a Northside. You yeah. know, I saw yeah. that little YouTube clip. I mean, Steve Lawson's a legend up there, isn't yeah. he? I mean, yeah. a fantastic service and, a, and an amazing rider. And, uh, yeah, to see him going around that track, do you think somebody could sign him on a tour or something like that? Bring him <laughs> his, his average is obviously, he's been out long enough, he's only going to come in on a tour or a four. I think or there's something. some teams crying out for him, to be honest. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. he can come back, then, yeah. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. Bring back Steve Lawson. Shall we start the campaign? Let's <laughs> do it. <laughs> Hashtag bring back Steve Lawson. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, no, no favourite writer currently. Okay. okay. Thank you. No, nice political way of putting it. That's good. Um, moving on to uh, uh, another question from Pink Tuck. She says, uh, do you have a favourite track to ref at? Uh, 
Pooh, obviously. Wow, <laughs> this is good. You're, you're definitely a referee. You can tell this. You're keeping everyone happy. <laughs> no, your audience, that's what they say. Do you have a favourite tractor ever? I have to say, um, Oxford. I've been to Oxford twice now. Mm. And uh, I think maybe just because it's new, but they've done such a fantastic job there. Yeah. I mean, and the, not just that, the view from up there is spectacular. Yeah. Yeah, we still get it wrong, but you know the views. <laughs> the views great. Um, I but yeah, there's, there's there's some tracks that you know. Uh, yeah, I, do you have a favourite track? No, I don't think I've got. A, as I say, other than Pool uh, and possibly Oxford. No, I don't have a. <laughs> there's there's some that you um you think, oh Lord, have I got to go there again? Um, <laughs> I shan't name names. But usually it's because of the access to the referees box is a bit of an obstacle. Yeah. yeah. Um, but no, it's. Uh, I, I think probably if I was going to see anything in the minute, Oxford, because the view up there is just phenomenal. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it's, um, it's, it's funny where you went with that because that was going to be my question: is worst track for fan aggro? Pool. Pool. <laughs> 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 Yeah. We're, talking, we're talking about fans, not the clerk of the course or uh, the master <laughs> the fans. I know they're watching. I have to bribe them. Anybody yes. Sits, I remember anybody, you telling me this. Yes. Anybody sits in that means that knows that I bribe the fans in front of me. It's for an easy life. <laughs> that's, a, that's a fact. That's a fact. Um, no, I think. I mean, I used to love um, when it, most of the time it's banter, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is yeah. banter, yeah. and it is, and I take it in the spirit that's intended. You know, you still get the, and it does make me laugh. You still get the, you know, what you do now the kitchen, and uh, you know, have you dropped your knit and love, and you know mm. that sort of thing. But it, I mean, it's not done to be nasty, or I mean, yeah. I'd shout the same. You know, where's your dog? You know, have you left? <laughs> uh, you know, have you ever seen Speedway before? Is that that is is great. Um, it's, it's, it's part and parcel. As long as it doesn't get nasty, I think there's only been once or twice where it's got a little bit close to the bone, and that disappointed me because that's not what Speedway's about. No, no, that's very different from a soccer crowd. And you yeah, know, you... you know, and and I, and I, you know, for those that know me, I, at the end of the meeting, I went down to have a word with said gentleman. I use that <laughs> term very loosely, and uh, you know, you just think, God, you know, how would you feel if you know? The, if that was your family in the crowd yeah. and they were over here, and I never, I, yeah. yeah, I know you don't like me and my decisions are rubbish, and that's fine, I can take that, but that's not what I want for Speedway. No, no. And if you had been in a football crowd or a rugby crowd, you'd have got hauled out and you know and yeah. chopped yeah. out. But it's only happened once or twice in in seventeen years. But most of the time, it's 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 I'd say it was friendly banter, and I can give as good as I get. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> as good as a gate, but yeah, um, yeah, it's, it's not it's not too bad. But yeah, it's it's, it's the the cakes at pool are a thing. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. for the bribery, isn't it? I just want to that's, clarify that. It's yeah. not cash, it's cakes. <laughs> for the record, it's uh, bribery. Just so they sit down and don't give me a hard time. <laughs> it doesn't always work though. But it's, 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 uh, and I'm there next week, so I mean we've had everything from Easter eggs to shortbread to donuts to you know. <laughs> 
Very wow. tiny each other. Yeah. So yeah, get we yourself need, up to the main stand. I was going to say we need, we need to move seats. We, we yeah, yeah, absolutely. Of, yeah, we're too far to the left, Lee. What's going on? <laughs> you, do, you do, but I, I think I turned up once without without something, you know. And oh gosh, they, I don't think they still talk about it to this day. Brilliant. Go on, Ben. Um, yeah. So uh, last question from me, Christina. Yeah. Um, what is, in your opinion, the best meeting you've officiated, as in oh. your biggest highlight since you've been a referee? Wow, so you could have sent me that one beforehand, couldn't you? Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, obviously, uh, refereeing at FIM level, um, that's, you know, I've, I've done sort of the, the, the final GP qualifier, and that's, I mean, that I think... Actually, that's probably a bigger meeting than the Grand Prix themselves because mm, yeah, they're well, fighting yeah, for their yeah. lives. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, everybody wants to win it. Everybody wants to qualify it. So I think from that sort of point of view, um, that probably the most, you know, the most pressured meeting because you just think, go, whatever happens in this, somebody's qualifying for the Grand Prix so, and yeah, making all their dreams come yeah. true, isn't it? Yeah, so, yeah. Um, probably that one, but I, I mean, I've been fortunate. I mean, I've done the uh, a British final that it was uh, spectacular. Um, you know, some of the playoffs as well, I've been privileged to be to be a part of, but the, you know, um, but from yeah, I, I, I'm going to take I'm copping out on this one when I come back. <laughs> if I'm allowed back, I'll give it a bit of thought. <laughs> Thank but, you. Yeah, the, the more, yeah, that that one is just kind of like that was yeah. special because and any of these meetings where you where you crown a champion, whether it's mm. the National League or, I mean, some of the under-21 ones, you know, when you make somebody the, you know, the 250cc champion, I mean, it's just fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. One I do remember was Max Frick winning the under-21 world chat. I mean, that was, uh, yeah, that, I mean, he was just so over the, I mean, just to see the joy on somebody's yeah. face when they've won, the pinnacle of their sport and career. I mean, they are, yeah. they, yeah. whether it's a team or an individual, it's uh, they're always special. Amazing. That's a good answer. That's a great answer. Christina, it, it's been a really quick hour, and I, yeah. I yeah. personally just want to thank you. Yeah, yeah an hour. It, it, it's yeah. been an hour. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I haven't said anything too controversial. No, no, no. I, I personally want to thank you. You know, it, it's my job to say to every guest that we have what a great yeah. interview it is, what a pleasure it is, is to have them on board. But I really think this last hour has been an absolute eye opener, yeah. and, and sort of certainly from me, and I'm sure many people watching this, it's opened their eyes in. Uh, and I think they'll watch Speedway a little bit differently now, knowing yeah, the sort of yeah. position that you're in and uh, yeah. some of the decisions you have to make. And, you know, being sort of illuminated to some of the uh, some of the rules, certainly the, yeah, the, the two-minute rule. Um, it's, and I, it's not just because I'm Hornby, but, I'll, you know, if anybody's ever got any questions or they don't like a decision and they want to think how you got of it, you know, most of mm. us are, most of us, you know, just come and have a chat, come and, you know, do what the other ones do, just rattle on the window at the, um, <laughs> uh, well, up the back of the stand, you know where it'll be. But no, it's been a pleasure. It's, it's been good fun. Thank you well, for the questions. And thanks to everybody for, you know, coming along. And uh, yeah, I'm sorry about having to change things about. No, but, don't worry. You know, no problem at all. Last night was Oxford and tonight was the real job, the one that pays the rent, you know. So, um, <laughs> so thanks for accommodating me being a bit all over the place. 
Of That's course, right. I think you're going to have a few more people saying hello. Pink, Pink Tuck included. She sits four rows in front of the rest box and never had a cake in her well, life. Well, that's so. obviously those greedy guts in the first two rows. So She'll, be outside, <laughs> she'll be outside the door There'll next week. There'll be a queue outside the door. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, take a ticket. There'll be a queue outside the door next week. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, because I've got to keep you sweet because obviously the pool fans think Glasgow have brought their own referee. <laughs> and the Glasgow fans now think I've been down here so long, I'm a closet pool fan. So, yeah. It's no winning. I've got no chance next week. No, have no chance. No chance. <laughs> Amazing. Christina, I, I really appreciate it. Yeah. Um, and, and, uh, thank yeah, you. Ben does thank as well. You. And, and thank you, so thank you for, for taking the time. It's been great. We'll have you on again, maybe a bit later on in the season when we yeah. approach playoff time. Yeah, absolutely. I'd be delighted if you'd have me back. Thank you very much. Fantastic. Absolutely. Thank you. All Wonderful. Right. You take care, Christina. Have a good evening, Christina. Bye. Take care. Bye-bye. 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 Wow, that was awesome. That was really that was, awesome. Oh. Oh, we switched. Hang on, let's move us back. There we go. That's and I've got. Uh, I've He's got, got switch it. The, switch the doodah. We've still got uh, a there show we go. to do. <laughs> still live. But there's um, like we've got half a show plan here. It's crazy. <laughs> that was brilliant. That I, I love having the riders on. I've loved every interview we've done so far. But that by yeah. far was my favourite this season. Absolutely, it was absolutely. You can't go wrong with that. And, and no. again, just uh, you know, absolutely, uh, yeah, illuminating for for lack of a better term, because. You know, stuff there that I didn't even realise was, yeah. uh, you know, was going on. And, and uh, yeah, certainly uh, highlighted the difficulties and the, and the unique position of our job. So fantastic. And thank you to Christina once again for taking the time out and uh, and speaking to us. Um, what, what you, I, I'm conscious we, we need to wind it up pretty soon and we have got yeah. a few bits. Do you want to do a quick update on the um, on the pairs, where we are with that? Have you yeah, got that so coming up? Currently, uh, I've refreshed Speedway update. So it's after, well, it says after five heats, but I don't think it is. Yeah. Um, but currently, Ipswich, at the time, Ipswich were leading on 20. Yeah. Uh, okay. Kingsland on 17. Richard Lawson now unbeaten after his loss in his first ride. His hair's grown uh, a bit since the start. That's what it is. Yeah. And Bellevue are on 18. So it's between those three at the moment. But it is, it is quite close. Sheffield are the trailers, weirdly enough, on 13 at the moment. Okay. Um, I think I think there's been more. But for some reason, the Speedway Update page does not want to refresh properly. Because okay. it seems to be a very big gap. It seems to have been those scores for a while. But that's that. So fingers crossed. Fingers awesome. crossed. Okay. Um power's back. Now, I, uh, th- there was a video that I was going to touch on briefly. Uh, sh- should we do that or? Uh, no. If you must. No, no, no. Let, let, let's ditch that for next time. We'll keep it yeah. for next time. It's all uploaded yeah. in our studio. Anyway. Um, right. Where are we? We'll, we'll touch base quickly with uh, just where the Pirates are, shall we? Um, yeah. You know, we've uh, obviously not had a match. I think we haven't really been firing all, all cylinders the last two or three uh, home fixtures um, since our, our last show. Uh, we've been struggling a little bit. Um, I think it's fair to say no one's really been, you know, on top form. But yeah. haven't those meetings been exciting? Oh, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the when we got that draw, who was the draw yeah. against? Plymouth. Um, Plymouth, that's right. Yeah. We got the draw in the last heat. I mean, that was that was The phenomenal. atmosphere was, a, was ridiculous. On it was those like last winning the league. Heat. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> Which was absolutely huge. Um, again, uh, one of the things Danny has said, um, you know, uh, Danny Ford has said, is, is that we're not going to be making any changes. Which right. I think at the moment is is right. I mean, we're yep. still we're still doing well. Um, we still let's have a look. I think I put the, um, uh, the the league table. I mean, at the moment, I mean, this is as of yesterday. Uh, we were in third with thirteen yep. points, uh, tied with Glasgow uh, with um, oh, sorry thirteen hand. matches. Sorry, um, and uh, Leicester with sixteen matches in hand. Um, so you know. 
that they are ahead of us, but you know we've got matches in hand. I don't really think we've got anything to worry about at this stage. No, P- Plymouth are probably the ones to be be wary of. They're three points behind on the same level of matches, and obviously they're just guesting track specialists and everywhere they go. So yeah, it, I can't see how that can be allowed to continue for the rest of the season. I appreciate, and we spoke about that at that meeting. It's a difficult situation, yeah. but something's got to be done. Just just grant them ride replacement for the rest of the season. Yeah, but then I think Barker's moving up to one, so they are going to have to field rider replacement. So yeah, um, but you know, alarm bell shouldn't be ringing. I, I, mm. as much as it was painful, those meetings have been some of the most exciting we've had this season. I'd yeah. rather have a close match than a, than a walkover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm with you. Um, the other thing you, you mentioned there was uh, uh, riding order change, and that's the next big thing we need to talk about yeah. with the Pirates. Obviously, Drew Kemp now coming up into the main team. Um, a, a bit of a shuffle round of riding order as well. So that's going to be pretty interesting, I think, um, you know, as from uh, next Wednesday. Yeah, strangely enough. So we've, well, we've got two away meetings back to back. Yeah. Tomorrow, Saturday. So Edinburgh tomorrow. Nid Army, shout out to you. I know you boys are up there and you've already said that you're watching from Edinburgh. That's commitment. Thank you. Um, and then we're away at Berwick on the Saturday. So yeah. two really key meetings for the Pirates. Interestingly, Kemp at two. I think that's yes. really difficult. Mm, I do, I do. To put him at two straight off. I know he's got Stevie back with him at one. So mm. hopefully the nice Wolves connection. Yeah, the Wolves connection as well with that. Yeah. Um, but for me, I probably would have put him at four because I think Zach's actually been fielding very, very well at two for us mm. this season. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Again, we've got the option of some nice reserve changes that can uh, dive in there if we get stuck at any point. Absolutely. Ben Cook at reserve is going to be a dynamo. And and Nathan's still, you know, I know he's still struggling for the wins, but he's mm. he's he's getting closer and closer yeah. each race. You can see there's not a golf anymore. He's getting used to it. Um, he's also got the under-19 championship coming up as well, yeah. Um, which Drew can't enter this year because he's too old. So yeah. hopefully we can get another pirate on there. You know, that should do him some good if he can have a good meeting there. But, you know, we're supporting Nathan in Slovakia for the for the GB meeting. Um, but also it's the, the British under 19s as well that he's in. So, yes, he's getting closer. It just it's just he's just a couple of, you know, third or second or even race wins off of just catalyzing what he's capable of you can see exactly it. it's it's all confidence i think isn't yeah. it you know get a couple of wins under his belt at pool uh or, or for the pirates and you know i think he'll be he'll be there or thereabouts so yeah. i'm not totally interestingly worried. enough as well martin's just reminded me both meetings tomorrow and saturday are on bsn pirates on two nights running there we go can't get any better than that so hopefully they don't have the glitches they've had tonight because all i keep seeing is posts from bsn go we're aware of a sound problem we're aware of this but yeah didn't spot. they start 10 minutes late as well something yeah. going on at the track yeah, yeah. Oh. Interesting, interesting. Not always, not easy to do. It's not easy to do. No, no, it's not. I mean, you know, just sitting here in our living rooms is uh, is not easy to do. Let alone yeah. doing it. In We've a, had some like, close calls, you know. Well, yeah, update yeah. with two minutes to go. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's all good. Um, so yeah, so interesting. So the next match that we've got coming up is uh, at home is is Glasgow next Wednesday, right? Yeah, return of the Basso, return of Dane Dane Hume as well. Danian. That will be very Danian. interesting, Daniel. Uh, yeah, that will be a very interesting match. Uh, make sure you get down there. And again, um, always feel free to come and say hello to us. We're we're, we're down there yeah. uh, every Wednesday. Um, I will always be in my pirate cast hoodie. I would think. Um, and Ben, you'll be you normally end up wearing something pirate casty down there as well. I've been wearing my polo shirt most weeks. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
But yeah. as it gets hotter, the 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 t-shirt may be broken. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the that's going to be the plan. Um, okay, so that's uh, that's it um, for uh, pirates news. Again, a little bit abbreviated, but we didn't want to cut Christina off uh, with the amount of time Absolutely that we not. Uh, that, no. that we had, and uh, very conscious we want to try and keep it as close to an hour as we can tonight. So. <laughs> I think um, never. We're never going to do. Well, it. No, 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 no. But yeah, I think we, we've done well so far. I mean, th- there's only one other thing really that we've got left on the uh, on the show plan. No, that's point. it. We're done. We're done. No, no, no. It. It's, it's there is finished. there is one more thing that I've no. certainly got on the on the show plan, which I am going to do, and it's there's uh, nothing it, on the show plan. Hang on. No, there is definitely. It's the delete don't delete it. Uh, yeah, this is the problem having the show plan on Google Docs. <laughs> I can actually watch Ben deleting a pirate joke from the show plan in real time. Stop doing it. What if I forget it? Anyway, I'm going to do it now. No, so, no. yes, I'm going to do it now. So, what is a pirate's favorite sci fi movie? I don't know. What is a pirate's favorite sci fi movie? Avatar. <laughs> what is that? I don't know. It's not stopping either. Just keep going. <laughs> oh, that's ruined. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> oh, amazing. Um, I always love that. It's my favourite. <laughs> um, thank you, everyone, for, for tuning in and watching. We've been going for an hour and 13 minutes now and uh, really appreciate everyone. Thank uh, you for sticking with us. Yes, absolutely. But yeah. And again, thank you to Christina so much. And I'm sure you know, some of the comments we're getting even now yeah. in the uh, in, in the chat room are saying how uh, how great the interview was and one of the one of the best ones we've done yet. Uh, and that's not down to us. That's down to Christina yeah, for being absolutely. Uh, for being great and really giving us a lot of and to uh, you guys for your questions as well. Absolutely, absolutely. So uh, thank you very much, everyone. Again, don't forget to follow us on all the socials. Uh, make sure you like and subscribe uh, as, as well on YouTube. Head on over to youtube.com forward, forward slash PirateCast Live where you're watching this right now. Um, if you uh, make sure you like the video, make sure you subscribe, click the notification bell as well to make sure whenever we schedule a new show, you get notified of it. Uh, Facebook.com forward slash the pirate cast. We're on there as well. And we're also on Twitter at pirate cast. Make sure you get over to shop.piratecastlive. Uh, whenever they've got a sale on, keep checking it intermittently. We'll try and tweet it out as well. Uh, when we see they've got a special offer on, you can pick up some good pirate cast merch over there. Uh, it's been another great show. We'll be back with you again uh, in a few weeks, I guess. Yep. Yeah, at yes. some point. Sounds good. Yeah, we'll schedule one and we'll try and work out. Well, I think we've uh, potentially got our first returning guest. Uh, yes, in, we definitely. The, uh, yeah, I, uh, and, we, and, and I think that makes sense as well. We had a discussion about that last week. So, yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. That makes sense. The returning guest definitely makes sense. OK, cool stuff. Thank you very much indeed, guys. Um, it's been a great, uh, a great show and we'll be with you soon. I'm just trying to work out. I'm completely on the wrong page for the outro. But here we go. Um, <laughs> Thanks, guys. We'll see you down at the track on Wednesday. Take care, guys. Take care. Thank you. Bye-bye.